everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the iBytes podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, and with me as always, my good friend, Sajandeep. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Daniel? Yeah, not bad. I know it's been a while since we have actually recorded, um, and sorry about that. We've actually been a little bit busy. Work and life has kept us a bit busy, so we haven't had a chance to sit down in the studio and record, but after uh, about a month and a half, we figured, let's get off our butts and record something now. Let's make the time. So we are here. Uh, So sorry for the wait, uh, but we are back. Uh, Yay. I just want to say thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's very much appreciated for those listening, uh, taking a chance, taking a chance, taking the time to uh, download our episodes from the Etherwebs and listen to us on your favorite podcast player. Um, If you get, hey, actually, no, I'm curious to know, what are what are people's favorite co- uh, podcast players? Uh, I know for myself, I use Overcast. Saj, I think you use the Apple Podcast app. That's uh, right. So if people are free, want to tell us, feel free to send us an email at contact at ibytes.tech. Let us know what uh, your favorite podcatcher uh, is. Uh, be curious to know. Um, but uh, yeah, I was looking at was that. I was actually looking at the stats, and I think more people actually use the Victorator. Yeah, we're pretty. We got a pretty uh, solid. Uh, a fan base on Victor Victor Reader uh, Victor Reader <laughs> stream. So shout out to our uh, Victor Reader stream listeners. Uh, I actually have one of those devices. It's kind of nice. I like that. It's uh, that's how I actually del- download copies of um, the other podcast I do with Randy Rusnak, uh, Accessibility Moving Forward. I like keeping copies of the episodes, so I download them on my Victor Reader, and I can copy them on my SD card and then copy that to my computer. So that's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, the past month and a half, nothing really big. I think the news has been pretty quiet. Um, nothing big on our end here uh, besides just buying some new stuff on Amazon. Yay. Thank you, Amazon, for all your wonderful shopping needs. Um, <laughs> Saj, I know you told me... Uh, we tried recording before and we kind of bombed it. Something happened with our recording, but we're trying it again. Uh, so we're going to have to repeat everything we said before. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you bought a rather expensive 75 pound Bluetooth speaker. Now, tell me, what is the purpose of this speaker? Because this is a rather large, bloody speaker. And I'm just f- trying to figure out what purpose does it serve besides for a party once in the blue moon? Well, actually, it's not only for a party once in a blue moon. We just we just play it every weekend, or well, oh, not every weekend. every weekend, every other weekend, or stuff, and just annoy the neighbors. So whenever you got nothing to do, you just play music <laughs> on your in your backyard just to annoy your neighbors. No, actually, the funny thing is, uh, when I first bought it, and my 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 neighbor came over, and he was telling us that he has Sotos, and I Sotos. <laughs> Sonos. You mean Sonos. <laughs> yeah, Sonos, Sonos. I never heard of that brand, Sotos. Go to Sotos.com for your all your speaker no, no. needs. Sonos, Sonos. Um, Soon to no, be copyrighted. Sonos speakers in his backyard, and I brought my yeah. mammoth 75-pound speaker, and he was going crazy. Like, oh, my God. I think he said, oh, my God, like 10 times. <laughs> well, based on what you described, this is a rather large, massive speaker. It's about four feet tall. Four feet tall? Yes, sir. The frig is this a, a coffin you're carrying with you? <laughs> I don't know. It oh, has goodness. wheels on it, um, and uh, it's 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 pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie, it has LED lights on <laughs> it. Also for the, the size of the thing. Wow, four, I didn't know it was four feet tall. By the way, the name of it is the LG. Uh, LG. I know the JBL uh, JBL one thousand. It's called the JBL one thousand. Yeah. Jeez um, Louise. Party box. <clears throat> wow. And. 
Oh. Yes, I know it was, it was brought up by our, our favorite YouTuber, Flossie Carter. Uh, he did a review on it. And uh, I, I listened to the YouTube review and I'm like, wow, this is a beautiful speaker, but I cannot afford this speaker. Try try actually listen to the video with your AirPods Max on. You can mm. actually hear the bass. Yeah, probably will. But uh, yeah, well, I didn't spend that much money on a uh, Bluetooth speaker. Uh, I only bought, actually, you know what? I bought a new pair of headphones uh, for monitoring. Um, I wanted to try out other, like, uh, I'm never satisfied with headphones or microphones. I'm always buying new podcasting equipment. Hey, what the heck? Why not? (laughs) I've got nothing else to spend. So I ended up buying, uh, after listening to some other um, podcasters, uh, about the Rode NTH100s. <clears throat> They're actually a pretty, you know, the, I think it's Rode's first time trying to make monitoring headphones for podcasting or just you know, monitoring and mastering and rendering. And they're That's actually cool. not that expensive. Um, they're really comfortable. They mm-hmm. actually, what, one nice thing I like is that you can actually, the wire uh, not only plugs into the left ear cup, you can also plug in the right. So if you're mixing boards on the right, uh, you can actually plug it on the right side and that way the cable's not dangling in front of you or across from you. Um, I wish these headphones out had that capability yeah the biodynamic i love them they're really comfortable uh and they have a really high impedance where they give you high you know good quality audio but they also like they're a bit well they're not expensive but you know that's uh i just i don't know any excuse to buy more more podcasting gear why not uh so but the one thing i do like about these is that there's braille on this thing (laughs) uh each ear cup there's a braille letter uh, letting you know which ear cup goes where. So if you look on the left ear cup, you can feel the letter L in Braille. And if you go on the right side, you feel the letter R. So that's, I really wish that more companies who make these types of headphones would actually mm-hmm. follow Rhodes' example and put these things on. Because it, I always find annoying. Like most of the time you get headphones. And for the most case, uh, like my, you know, if I got my gaming headset, well, I was able to figure out, well, the left has the microphone, the right has the volume knob. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can kind of figure out which cup goes where, but it's just always nice to have that little attention to detail, uh, especially for cool. the blind community being a, uh, giving us that bit of information, letting us know uh, how these things go on your head. So it's kind of nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so other than that, um, I've actually started buying <laughs> exercise equipment to help me uh, slim down a little bit. Um, That's good, man. I, yeah, I, I was actually looking when I was a teenager. I remember being part of a big sister slash big brother program. Uh, and I had a bigger, uh, an older sister who, well, not my actual biological sister, but uh, uh, they uh, they teamed me up with a, an older woman who actually was really big on going to gyms. So when I was a teenager, she went with me to the gym. It was kind of nice being able to go there and get, you know, work out on exercise equipment. And one of the things I noticed there, which I wanted to get recently, is called an ab roller. And the one I'm mm-hmm. talking about is you're, you're usually on your back. You you have this metal frame thing around your upper body. Your head's resting on a, on a cushion and you got this bar in, uh, uh, um, on top of you and you put your hands on it and you kind of push towards your knees and it lifts your upper body up to help you do an, an, an ab crunch. Mm-hmm. And I was looking online a couple of weeks ago for one. I'm like, obviously, because I can't see the photos on Amazon, I can't make sure I'm buying the right thing. So I started looking on Amazon for ab rollers. I found a lot of different ab rollers. I'm like, wow, they make a lot of these things. And they're reasonably priced. So I figured that's, I looked online for uh, recommendations for you know the best one, the best value for the buck. And I found a pair, I think it was Perfect Fitness. And I bought it. And when I got the box, I was like expecting this huge box. I get yeah. it from the mail. I'm like, this is a really tiny box. What the heck is this? 
So I opened the box and I realized it's a bloody big wheel with handles on each side. I'm like, that's not what I was hoping for. Apparently, this is more effective at working your abs than the other uh, type of ab roller. Uh, so I've actually tried it a couple of times. And sure enough, it actually does work your abs quite a bit. I did it yesterday for like, I think, five, ten minutes. And yeah, my abs are sore. <laughs> So, uh, and I also good, bought though. a couple of uh, dumbbells cause I figured let's work the arms as well. Uh, and, uh, after you recommended the Amazon basic, uh, metal ones with the rubber coating. And I looked a lot of the reviews saying, yeah, it smells like really strong cigarette rubber. It was like a weird smell. And I know you said, oh, don't worry. It's not that bad. So I actually got them. And when I opened them up, I swear the first thing I thought of when I opened these boxes up and I took a whiff of that rubber smell, I thought of Canadian tire. Yeah, <laughs> I remember going to Kenny Tire with my father and passing by the aisle which with tires and but it had that really strong rubber smell and that's exactly what that brought me to was that smell like mm, Canadian Tire how, yay for all your shopping needs how is it now did, did they wear off yet uh, I've I've used them a little bit last week I haven't had a chance to actually continue um, the problem is I not being able to see anything. I have a hard time knowing the exact movements to do with the uh, dumbbells. Yeah. Um, I look online, uh, YouTube videos, but they don't really describe to you in detail How the exactly. movements of your arms. I know some movements, uh, for especially for the arms, for the biceps and triceps and the deltoids. I remember when I was younger, uh, during the lunch hour, you used to have these workout shows with these attractive women in uh, workout outfits working out on the beach. And I remember one of the uh, the shows where they were showing how to work out your your arms and I kind of remember vaguely some of the movements from that show so I've been trying to copy that I did buy or um, people said told me when you buy dumbbells don't buy too heavy uh, stick with like 10 or 15 pounds I actually decided to go a little bit heavier and bought uh, two dumbbells of 20 pounds each I figured this way I, I want to make sure that yeah it's, it's a bit heavier than what I would like but it's something that at least, you know, six months down the road after using it for a while, it's still going to give me a good workout. It's, I'm not going to get used to the point where it's like, oh, it feels light now. No, it's always going to feel rather heavy and it's going to give me good resistance and good workout uh, for my arm. So that's, that's why good. I stuck with the heavier ones. But no, other than that, you know, it's pretty much what I buy. I figured, you know, it's, might as well invest a bit more and exercise stuff so I can kind of lose a bit of weight. And I'm trying to watch what I eat now. <laughs> Funny, I can't see anything. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> Uh, whatever I touch with my hands, I eat. No, not really. Uh, I don't want to go there, but, uh, no, I, I, I'm trying to be careful what I eat, trying to be a little bit more healthier compared to when I was younger. Uh, I am, I'm definitely eating a lot healthier than I used to. Uh, I figured, well, I might as well work out a little bit more and try to slim down a bit and just, uh, stay a little bit healthy. So, but yeah, let's, uh, let's go, let's get into it. So I'm going to proceed. Was that? Hold on one second before you do go on. I was gonna say that uh, I do the Apple Fitness Plus workouts, yeah. and they have like a heavier set of weights, and then they have mm-hmm. a medium set of weights. Now I have twenty five pounds, mm-hmm. and I was planning to get the fifteen because there are some rowing things that they do with their arms, and the twenty five is way too much to do those things, mm-hmm. at least for me right now. Um, and maybe as as I work, I do have ten pounds, but ten is nothing. Like I've, I've, yeah. after picking up twenty five. 10 is like a yeah, pinky, right? It's too late. So anyway, yeah, you can go on now. Yeah, I know that I, I, I just described to Apple Fitness because I do have an exercise bike and I wanted to try it out. And it's, it works really well. 
Uh, I do like the audio hints. So, you know, as you're working out, they, you know, voiceover does read out some hints of what the, uh, the trainers are doing on the screen. So you can kind of have an idea, the movements you can do, uh, in order to accomplish the same movements or exercise or techniques that the trainers are using. Uh, but uh, I should probably start using that a little bit more, but, uh, yeah. So starting on the, on, on the first thing. And so let's get, we do have some stuff that happened last month and a half. Uh, so for starters, uh, well, first thing I noticed, uh, I heard about was there's a version of JAWS for the ARM processor now. So if you are running um, w- uh, Windows on an M1 Mac, you can actually have JAWS uh, for ARM now running on uh, your virtual machine of Windows. I know that. That's what that the, is. <laughs> yeah, Blind Guy Talks Tech, Stephen Scott, actually mentioned that he did this on his M1 Mac Mini, uh, that he got a virtual machine with Windows 11, and he's running JAWS. And he's actually, That's cool. surprisingly enough, he was saying that with the M1 Mac Mini <clears throat> uh, and the VM working at the same time as his uh, Mac operating system, he's actually able to, you know, JAWS is pretty snappy. Uh, he's using Audacity to record, and it's not sluggish at all. It runs pretty snappy. Uh, and I know That's what you're going to say. That's the Mac processing power, baby. But uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, I know it's gonna... the M1 processor. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. But still, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of cool that some people are exploring this. I do not have the courage to explore this at all. Uh, I just want a computer that works, I and that's did. it. Uh, <clears throat> but it's kind of nice that at least... Uh, Freedom Scientific, or sorry, Vispero now. Uh, they're they're you know they're expanding the Jaws software to fit more platforms. Hopefully, it would be nice if you could have the option to have Jaws or NVDA on the Mac instead of just VoiceOver. Because I like my Mac, I like VoiceOver, but bloody hell, is it ever complicated just to go left, right, interact, and interact with the Mac? Jeez, Louise, why is it so overly complicated? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. This is so I, simple. I, you I, tap I, through it. That's it. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know but, why. I did download once. Um, on my previous mac i did download windows on it with my mm-hmm. intel with boot camp um used it for a bit but then i went but then i just un- uninstalled it but uh it was fun though mm-hmm. it was cool well that's nice so cool um i just uh keep talking i just lost the show notes <laughs> i think keep the next talking. thing we had okay you said arm is now everywhere no, Ira. Uh, yeah, so that's the next item on the list. So Ira, um, Ira, Ira, Ira. that is for those wondering, it's a service you can uh, you, you can pay for or you, there is a free p- tier. Uh, I think it's uh, when you're uh, using the free version or the, the, the free tier, uh, you get a five-minute call every day. Um, right. But for that, basically what it is is for those who are visually impaired or low vision or blind, however you want to call it, uh, if you have issues identifying things or you need help, sighted help for certain things, you can call a professional to help you either identify uh, identify uh, cans, food, um, uh, help you with navigation, help right. you with setting up, I don't know, a mixer uh, or anything like that. It's a, it's basically somebody sighted there to help you out. And it's a trained professional. Uh, they're vetted. Uh, so they are trustworthy. Uh, I'm not saying that the other, there are other apps that were like that, like Be Specular. Um, there's Be My, Be my Eyes which is a really good app but those are volunteers those are people who are volunteering their time to help out uh, ira is people who are hired who are vetted who are trained in how to interact and how to help somebody who's uh, visually impaired and uh, yeah they're a great service uh, but they were always pretty much available only on smart devices i think on the android uh, they're available on ios i think they were they had their own pair of glasses i think horizon glasses but you need to hook that up with a, a specific model of an Android device. Um, they long stopped the Horizon glasses and they just had the mobile app. 
But uh, this year, I think is it one of the AFB or NFB conventions, uh, or I think, I, I know there's a lot of conventions in the US. I think it's either AFB or ACB uh, or NFB. It's one of those uh, blind foundations who had conventions and they uh, announced that they were now everywhere. So meaning uh, instead of just being on um, iOS and Android, they are now, they have their own desktop client. Uh, I don't know That's when it's cool. going to come out, but those who are interested, you can look into it for more details to find out when it's going to be coming. Uh, they have, uh, they're available on the Blindshell Classic, which is like a, an old style flip phone uh, with a uh, built-in accessibility for blind users, which is a really nice device. So people who are a little bit intimidated by smartphones can actually you know, get one of these simple devices. I think it runs off of Android and it works really well. And Ira is going to be available on that. There is something else which I heard of. Um, there was a, I think it was called Tech Village in the UK. Uh, Stephen Scott was on there uh, about a month ago there, and he met this company called ARX Vision. So mm-hmm. this is a pair of, I don't know if you've ever seen the Trex or the Aftershocks headphones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's, it's a similar shape, but you have a camera on there, and it connects to an Android device. It's like a... Mm-hmm. Um, your uh what's that device there um uh it's like similar to the orcam but it's like it's a more simplified smaller uh, form factor there's no batteries in this thing it plugs into your phone directly and you can have um you can use that for either fresh i I haven't looked into it in details but you can i think you can do facial recognition um you can have text read aloud but ira will now be available so when you know you install the ira app on your Android device. And this is only for Android so far. I think it's coming for iOS down the road. But mm-hmm. if you have an Android device and you have one of these AirX Vision glasses, uh, you connect it to your phone, you you start a session with an IRS specialist, and they will be able to actually see what you're seeing in the camera from the AirX Visions. So That's it's, pretty cool. It's just, it's instead like, of having your phone put on like a, a, a neck strap or a chest strap on your chest and have the camera pointed outwards, you can have it more compact, uh, design thing on your on your head where it's more comfortable and you can walk around with that and you know, the iris uh, specialist or rep can actually see what you're seeing through the rx vision which is kind of nice um i don't know what the price tag is on these things i know i think steven scott is testing these um i've been listening to the podcast trying to see what he thinks of it i think uh he likes them um well it's for him like he has an iphone so he has to drag another phone because it's only on android uh, but it's, it looks promising. You know, I'm, I'm glad these glasses, uh, there's more and more of these types of technologies coming out. Uh, it helps us a little bit more, um, anything that can help us be a little bit more independent and live fuller lives without having to ask for, uh, ask our family members. We can do this on our own, which is kind of nice. No. Uh, I, so yeah. Um, what do you think of I those agree. things? Have you ever heard of I these agree. AirX visions? I actually never heard of those, but I remember being, uh, I think CNIB had an event, um, actually, um, and that was like maybe four or five years ago. I went to it, and there was these, these glasses. It was basically seeing AI in these glasses with this little clip camera thing that was clipped on the, to the side of your. your yeah, I think glasses. that was your cam. That's what it is. Yeah, the OrCam is uh, they the original model was a simple camera that you can clip to your sunglasses, and it ran to ah, a okay. computer yeah. that uh, well, you know, the Anchor twenty thousand milliamp battery that we have. Yeah. Well, the computer was about that size. But they actually shrunk it down. Now it's uh, it's smaller. It fits on your glasses. Everything fits on your glass your glasses now. There's no need for uh, a computer strapped to your belt. 
and it does, I think it's the OrCam My Eye and I think the OrCam Read. Uh, so you can do OCR text. It can, you can you know, point your finger at it to take a photo and read menus. It does facial recognition, product recognition. Uh, I think these are additional features you kind of have to, I think the Envision, uh, not the Envision, what am I talking about? Uh, the OrCam My Eye has all these features like the product uh, barcode right. scanning, facial recognition. Uh, so it's, it's but uh, it's I, pricey. Unfortunately, it, it's noticed, a great device. Yeah, that, that's what it was, that it was very expensive. Yeah, I think it was, it was like, like last myself, I heard was like five or six thousand dollars. The, the app is free, right? But there there's is, no app for this. No, no, no. Oh, no, I know this. But I was just saying, like, seeing AI that does the same thing is mm-hmm. free, right? And you have to you carry your phone with you. Mm-hmm. But this is a lot more convenient, though. Like, it's it's more. It's I I find if you have this, it's a lot easier to line up things in front of you because mm-hmm. it, it's just with your eyes, right? You'll know where your your center oh, okay? is. Yeah, or cam, yeah. It's a yeah, lot but it's, more yeah, it's easier. the price tag. <laughs> Yeah, I, not yeah, everybody that, has six thousand dollars lying around. For that's the, that's the thing, right? Um, you gotta you gotta pay to pay to play. Mm-hmm. That's what philosophy says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, don't get me wrong. I, I actually had like but, I, I uh, had a friend of mine who uh, yeah. worked for them, and she came over one day to do a demo for us, and I got a chance to play around them for like half an hour, and they're kind of nice. Like I, I played with the original, the old, the OG, uh, the one that had the big battery pack size computer. It was nice. It was a great little product. I loved it. Uh, I just couldn't afford it at the price tag, but it you know it's hey we have. Uh, a lot more options out there for devices that can help us out. And if there's something out there that helps you out that, you know, I don't think it's enough though. It's worth it. I don't think we have enough stuff. Look at, we have well, like cars that drive itself. I'm surprised. Yeah, we're far no away way. from that ever happening anytime soon. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that so far, like look, look, look at Tesla. I can turn and whatnot. Right. And I'm yeah, just I saying, trust there's cars so to much drive myself. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there's so much technology in, in a car and I'm surprised there's nothing, not that much that, Sorry, I touched my mic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that there's not much stuff out for people who are like visually impaired. Mm-hmm. I know there was, I don't know if you heard of this. There's this uh, YouTube channel that I watch. It's called Jerry Rig Everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, his wife, or I think it's, uh, yeah, I think I think they're married now. But yeah, um, his wife is actually on a, on a wheelchair. Okay. And uh, recent video that I watched was there's this wheelchair that I can actually climb upstairs now. Oh, probably, yeah. It backs up, and then it climbs upstairs. I'm like, that's kind of cool, because now that person has more flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they can go more more, more places than ever before. Mm-hmm. But uh, te- technology is awesome, I think. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of a like a belt or something that you wear, and it has sensors on each side, right? And as you're walking, there's a wall on the right side. Well, the right hip will vibrate to let you know, hey, <laughs> wow. move over. <laughs> was just, people might get the wrong impression. Ooh, this feels really weird, but good. Ooh. <laughs> but I was just feeling like if you had this on for so long, like you'll have a really tingly feeling by the end of the day. But uh, um, let's keep this PG, please. Don't have the explicit tag on the podcast. We can't go too far. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going too far, but no, I'm just. I'm you're just talking saying, about things vibrating on your hips and tingling. So I don't know. <laughs> no, come on. No, listen, uh, but no, I was just thinking of something like, oh, even on your own, your shoulders or wherever you want to mm-hmm. put it. Right. Um, cause I think canes, I know, I think you said there was this app, the cane that connects to your phone. What is it yeah. Called? It's called the, um, we walk. Uh, was that we walk? Uh, yeah. We walk cane. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> I, it looks great, 
But know. I think like the GPS, it has a GPS function, but it relies on your phone for the yeah. GPS. So it's like, why am I just not going to use it, headphones with my phone instead of why would I rely on this white cane when I can just use my phone and get the same thing? Right. <laughs> so, right. And for me, it's like, you know what? I have a white cane and it's like, to me, it's a um, tested and true it works it does a job it's it, it stood the test of time for so many years and people still they haven't changed the design of a white cane in so long yes you can customize a white cane you can have everyone knows that's the big reason why right yeah well it just if, works it's like why, why would you try to fix something and stuff it's great hey this we walk so that's awesome I'm, I, it's great that this stuff exists but for me it's like you know what just give me a white cane uh i know a friend of mine who told me <laughs> once before that he likes customizing his canes like when he goes to a formal event he has a completely black cane so that way he can still use oh, yeah, that for mobility yeah, but it, it, it looks classy with his tux so i'm like okay uh he says you should get one i'm like yeah i was thinking about getting they have these telescopic white canes you can get and I wanted to get uh, one with the lit up tip and uh, all green and the silver handle so I can kind of fold it, uh, collapse it, and then all of a sudden just pop it out. Sorry, I just, that just uh, I could just, I can turn it so it, uh, the cane expands and it makes it look like a lightsaber. But I'm like, nah, I'll just stick with the old classic white cane with the red reflector at the bottom. Uh, I go through those things every year or two. It's like they, they get a lot of beating, but they still work. They still work, man, and uh, I, I love those white canes. So, That's but fair. anyway, so well, uh, it's I'm glad for the ARX, glad for Air, uh, Ira. Um, the more places you can have it, the better. It's awesome. Uh, mm. We'll just have to keep our ears open to see uh, when these uh, options become available. I don't know when the desktop client is going to be available, and the ARX aren't out now. I don't think you can buy them, but uh, they should be coming out soon, or they're available now. I think I'm not too sure. Uh, I have no idea what the price tag is like, but. Uh, you can look, I'm sure you can look online, just look for ARX Vision uh, and you can find them pretty quickly. So uh, next item we have, we have Orbit. the Orbit now. Um, this is something else I want to bring up because I know we talk a lot about Apple. We talk a lot about Google. Uh, well, I do anyways. I know you're an Apple fanatic, uh, but um, I, I, I like talking about other things beside the mainstream tech. Uh, Orbit, uh, who are well known for very inexpensive, uh, budget-friendly uh, Braille displays because, uh, you know, Braille displays are not cheap. Uh, I have a 32-cell Braille display. It's like $6,000. It's ridiculous how much these things are worth. And not every blind person can afford these things because they're way crazy expensive. But Orbit came to the market, I think, with uh, the Orbit Reader. Uh, they have a 20-cell, 40-cell, I think, uh, don't quote me. I, I have no idea what the different displays they have because uh, I'm not a big like I, I know my Braille, but I don't really use a Braille display that much. Uh, I should actually probably. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool because a lot of the times when I saw Braille displays, they were always single line. You could have either a 14, 20, uh, you can have up to 32, 40 and up to an 80 cell Braille display. Oh, and gosh. Another reason why people are wondering, like, why is it so expensive? Well, think about this. When you have a Braille cell, you have, uh, think of a, um, the cell has like two columns and six rows. And in each spot, there's a pin that rises or lowers depending on what Braille letter it's it's representing. Uh, right. So you have all these moving parts. So a lot of times dirt can get in there, 
parts can break. So that's why these things are very expensive because all these pins and the more cells you have, the more expensive the display becomes. And the more features you have, like I have the one I have, I think it's a Braille Sense U2. I loved it when I got it. Uh, I don't use it that much anymore, unfortunately, because it's still running like Windows CE, which is compact edition, an old version of Windows. Mm. Um, but they have newer versions. I just couldn't afford to buy another one. So I just stuck with that one, uh, the one I've got now. But uh, Orbit, um, I, I'm, sh I'm sure they have a 20, I think it's Orbit Reader or uh, yeah, the, uh, a 20 cell and the 40 cell. But they came out with these, uh, I think they call the Orbit Slates line. And it's now a multi-line Braille display. Uh, you had the graffiti, which I think was, I don't remember who made that one. I think it was at AF, not AFB, um, ah, bloody hell. Um, it's an organization in the States that made this, I think. Uh, but it's it's like a full on like eight by 10 or eight by 11 uh, uh, lines of Braille and you have multi lines. And it's, it's, that's very expensive. I think one of our friends actually had a chance. I think we're, uh, our friend Rebecca actually had a chance to play with one. I think I could be wrong, but I, it, it looked pretty, I never got my hands on one. It looked pretty sweet. It's a bit heavy. Uh, but they also had another, I think, is it the graffiti that was multi line or was it, uh, there was another one I remember hearing. It was like, it, it it was like mold like tons of little dots and little pins and if you import an image it would actually give you a tactile version of that image hmm. uh i think i'm not sure it was i don't think it was a graffiti i think it was another one uh but anyway so orbit came out with these multi-lines uh which is really they have i think a one of them it's three lines of 40 i think and another one they have is five lines of 20 cells uh, I don't know what the price tag is in Canada. Um, I'm assuming it's not going to be way overly priced like some of the other uh, models, uh, but it's still pretty awesome to have these multi-line displays. Um, I don't really use them, but anybody that's out there who is interested in learning more about this, I think it's been a, like they've talked about this the last couple of months. So I think we're pretty much late to the game, but I, I still want to bring it up. It's kind of nice. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking to Braille displays, uh, you know, check them out orbit. I think they're called the orbit slate line and you can look for uh, the, uh, like I said, there's a five lines of 20 and three lines of 40. So use uh, well, like you said, I don't think you use a Braille display, right? No, no. Have you ever learned Braille? I have actually in yeah, grade okay. three, but a long time ago. So, <laughs> long time ago. You're 20 for crying out loud. Back in my day when I was now, five. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was younger, when I was like 15, 16, uh, and I started losing my vision. They, I think it was at the PacMate, which was like one of the first Braille displays I ever saw. And I was like, wow, this thing is like a dinosaur compared to what my Braille Sense U2 is. Like, my Braille Sense U2 is far more, although it's, it looks similar to the PacMate. Uh, back then, it still has the Perkins uh, keyboard on it with the 32 cells. It's got like routing keys. I think actually talking about the the Orbit uh, slate, I think they have routing keys as well. So basically each cell of Braille has a button above it. So whenever you're reading Braille, you can press that uh, routing key, a uh, routing cursor key above the cell and the cursor will jump straight to that cell. Uh, that's why they have those. It's kind of nice. You know, it's, hey, the more moral Braille displays they can come out with, especially these are more like I'm hoping because it's orbit, they're going to be more affordable. Uh, cause again, like, you know, six, eight, $10,000 for Braille displays. It's ex expensive. I understand why it's expensive, but still it's expensive <laughs> for a Braille display. Uh, but yeah, you know, good for orbit. Uh, like I said, anybody want to check it out, go check it out. Uh, I'm sure you can find it if you look for orbit and, uh, yeah. So next on the list we have, so <laughs> this story has been going on for a while. <laughs> Mr. Elon Musk, um, wanted to buy Twitter. 
decided not to. And now they're, I think they're in a legal battle with Twitter. I don't know what's going on. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I just put it in there just because we said it last time that. Yeah, I know. Um, it's like, yeah, he's buying it. Oh, we're not sure. He might not be buying it. Oh, he's buying it. No, he's not. Buying. We don't know anymore. It's, it's Elon Musk yeah. is a very it's special, unique character. So but that's the only reason I put it back in there. Yeah, so you know he's uh, they're in they're in legal disputes now. Uh, don't know what. If you care about any of this, you know you can Google it and search it for yourself. I don't know. I I'm not interested in this to be honest. With you. I just thought I'd since you brought it up, I just thought we we'd mention it. But uh, yeah, so right. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I bought, uh, the next up we have is lockdown mode. Now, yeah, you brought this up. So you're on a beta for iOS 16. So what is this lockdown mode? So when you get to iOS 16 in September, um, you'll get a feature down under under I think it's under general, not you know, under general, but it's just a, in settings. There's something called lockdown mode. Mm-hmm. What that does, it just restricts your phone uh, even like more. So um, you, you people people try try sending you messages, they won't go through. Okay. People you FaceTime, they can only FaceTime you back. Okay. Um, hmm. So. <clears throat> it's just like this lockdown mode is let's just say if someone is trying to get a hold of your phone or something you you feel that you're in danger you turn on lockdown mode your phone will be extremely more you know it will be just mm-hmm. level higher more more um more secure mm, um interesting yeah i think i heard this before i, was, I didn't read much to into it but uh, it's interesting about i know they had a feature if you're out like let's say Give an example. If you're coming back into the country and the airport is like, I want to see your phone, uh, unlock your phone. And you're like, I, I don't know what the regulation or law is, but I know in the States, uh, they said that if it's face ID or touch ID, they can take that from you. They can, it can force you to unlock it if it's a face yeah. ID, but if it's a passcode, because it's in your mind, it's in your memory, they can't force that out of you. Um, again, this is a US. That's what I heard from few podcasts that's why I just uh, but in canada it. i'm not sure what the law is but i know there is a a feature if you press a side button five times now before you do this you have to go um in the settings under SOS. Uh, emergency sos there is some settings there you got to change uh because if you do the five buttons five uh the side button five times it'll trigger the emergency sos uh if you turn that off then what it does it actually will it it, it makes the SOS emergency button up here. You have to tap on it to trigger it. But if you just click uh, cancel and then just lock your phone, now when you try to unlock it with the side button, it's not going to trigger Face ID. You literally have to put in the passcode to unlock it again. So that was something that they... Was that save you from accidentally calling the police? You can just press the volume up in the power button, hold Mm -hmm. that down. Or you could just tell Siri, who am I? Mm -hmm. She'll tell you, she'll tell you your name and then she'll lock the Face ID. I don't know. I should try that. Yeah. I don't know. And I, don't know. I, I just want like the emergency SOS settings and disable that, you know, five times press so it doesn't trigger the emergency oh, quick, SOS. Quick, that triggers quick the sound story with that. Quick story yeah. with that. We were going to Toronto and um, my dad. The was, SOS. No, my dad was playing music in the car and he wasn't looking down at his phone. He's putting the volume down. SOS. He couldn't press cancel on time. He pressed cancel, but the cops called him back, and he told us the cops told us we want to check your car for just just for safety. Uh, so they made yeah. us wait on the side of the road for half an hour. Oh, <laughs> I've, had that, but I, I've had that happen with my work phone. I was like, I was doing something, and yeah. the menu popped up. And sometimes I'm so quick to swipe to the screen that I swipe through and I double tap without thinking about it. But focus was on the emergency SOS, and I heard the big alarm wailing. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 
oh no, I'm like, where's the cancel? Where's the cancel? And I found it. I stopped. Oh, but I think I, I, I think I even got a call from the nine one one. Are you okay, sir? I'm like, yeah, my apologies. I accidentally triggered it by accident. So yeah. So the last one we have on the list is new apps. So you brought this up. I don't really have any new apps to talk about, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, you I don't know if you apps? have any new apps you want to talk about. No, no, I was just saying new apps or just any cool apps that you mm-hmm. know that 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 will help people out. Um, well, there, there is something I want to bring up. Uh, I did mention it to our friends yesterday. Um, yesterday, I read an article on Mobile Syrup that WhatsApp has now a standalone app for Windows now in the Microsoft Store. Um, for those of you wondering, well, they already have an app. Yes, they do. Uh, you can download a desktop client for WhatsApp on your Mac or your Windows machine. But in order to log it in, you had to scan a QR code using your phone and it was synced, it was linked to your phone. So if you wanted to send and receive messages on the desktop client, your phone had to be on. Uh, if you turned your phone off, then the WhatsApp client on your desktop did not work because there was no connection with your phone. Uh, similar to, you know, let's say, for example, you have a Mac and you want to send a text message, not a iMessage, but a text message or make a phone call through your Mac. Your phone has to be on on the same Wi-Fi network as your, your right. computer. Uh, so this is the same, same thing. But now, uh, as of yesterday, uh, they did come out with a standalone app. So you don't have to sync it, link it to your phone. It doesn't need your phone to send and receive messages to the desktop client. It's all on its own. I think there's a Mac version coming soon as well. Uh, And uh, yeah, once I get my actual personal computer soon, uh, I will install that and check it out. Uh, But yeah, that'd be cool. So, is there any other apps that you want to bring up? Uh, I I know there's a couple of games. I, I I well, they've been there for a while. I did buy them several months ago. There's like a Vampire Hunter, a Western Spaghetti Western one. Uh, it's all audio based, and uh, honestly, there's like Blind Drive, which is something a game I, I, I should probably try playing again. Uh, yeah, I me too. Actually, long, I stopped playing that. Time. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Did you pass it? I think you passed it. I never passed it. I got to the end. I, I, I'm, I'm at the end at the last boss level. I just, I'm on the regular difficulty level. I might just cheat and put it to the easy level so I can finish the bloody game. Uh, but you're basically driving. There's a, the bad guys in the helicopter with a rocket launcher or actually shooting at you and your mom is on the roof with a rocket launcher trying to blast the helicopter. <laughs> it's like, this is bloody. It's, it's insanely funny and uh, it's definitely worth checking out if uh, it's an old old game that's been out for i think six months over a year almost a year worth every penny Uh, it's i think it's 3.99 or four i'm not sure what the price tag is uh i do warn you for those of you who might be sensitive there are um uh, like there's a a a level where you're driving downtown and you kind of hit people so uh (laughs) i think there's even you kind of hit a baby so it's like if people are sensitive it's more black humor black comedy uh, or it's i don't know what it's it's just like dark comedy it's uh it's not for anybody uh i i look i play this i knew it was fictional it wasn't real it was fun it was funny uh so yeah for uh those of you interested check it out it's called blind drive uh the other ones um i think it's a western drama and i don't remember what the vampire one is but uh, i play them a little bit i kind of put them aside because I'm not that much of a big gamer. I buy them because I want to support the developer and show them that you know that you no, know, I, I appreciate them taking the time making make, uh, these yeah, apps for accessible. Our own community, right? But uh, yeah, to support the the, the developers. So uh, I have them on my phone. I haven't really played them much, but uh, yeah, than that, um, not many new apps. So yeah, I guess we'll leave it there. Uh, unless if you have anything else to bring up. No, that's no? all, man. 
All right. Well, uh, so I wanted to thank you again for joining us today. Uh, I was your host, Daniel, uh, and join with me as always with Sajin. And if you guys want to reach us, you can reach us via email at contact at ibytes.tech. That is contact at E-Y-E-B-Y-T-E-S dot T-E-C-H. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter. I think it's at iBytes Podcast. And you can also find us on YouTube at iBytes. Uh, so yeah. And on Instagram. Uh, you have an Instagram account? I do. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I, I, okay. think I, told you, uh, I think I told you that. I probably, I, I'm horrible at remembering stuff. So um, like I said, you take care of the visual social media stuff. I'll just take care of the, actually not the editing anymore because I don't have my computer yet. <laughs> soon, soon I will be editing. Uh, hopefully yeah, I will give podcast. it this one responsibility all back to him. Uh, although we might, uh, we might uh, have a discussion on that. I might just let you continue doing it for now because I just enjoy <laughs> sitting here, you know, just looking pretty and talking on the microphone while you do all the hard work and i just sit back and relax so but uh yeah all right goodies we'll leave it at that uh thanks for for joining us Uh, if you have any questions or uh, any comments feel free to send us uh, an email or reach us on twitter or whatever however you want to reach us Uh, we always love hearing from you guys Uh, we actually never got any emails uh we did get one from a gentleman letting us know that the first episode we did was uh, not converted to the proper format but other than that we haven't gotten any emails from anybody so yeah please send us emails so we don't feel so alone Well, yeah, we could, if we lost, you also read them on the podcast, by the way, too. Yeah, you can take care of that because I can't see shit, so I'll let you take care of that part. <laughs> Language. So, uh, anyways, we'll leave it at that for now. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, and uh, we wish you for the best, and have a good day, man. Take care. Bye.